Welcome to Chewing the Fat with uh, yours truly, Jeff Fisher. Listen, I know that uh, I don't talk politics on this show. Take a breath of fresh air. (sighs) However, I'll apologize up front because I'm going to talk politics right here. Uh, We got news yesterday that uh, Alec Baldwin uh, is considering running for president. I mean, why would that be sad news? No. For Alec Baldwin running for president? Come on. Is Ivan his VP? Uh, He does not want anything to do with Ivan. He will not do anything. Ivan and and Alec are not friends at all. And if Ivan ever wants to be on this program, I will pay for his flight and his hotel room to be in studio with me. Uh, there's no he i want him here in person uh alex said that uh hey uh beating trump would be so easy would it alec would it uh his question uh if i ran for president would you vote for me no uh if i won't ask for any money right and i promise i will win beating trump would be so easy so easy so easy <laughs> I jump in, Alec. Gosh darn it, you're right. You could beat him. You could beat him. Is there any calls? Ivan? Any calls? Anybody on the anybody on the line? I would love to have Douche Baldwin, Alec Alec Baldwin, uh run for president. Uh, yes. Don't forget now he said he was thinking about running last time, right? And he also thought about running for mayor back in two thousand eleven. He what happens is, and we've discussed a little bit of Alex's history before, but what happens is he starts taking his meds and he starts feeling like everything's okay and he's all right and he's doing, if he's got a few, few gigs here and there, he's doing a few jobs and then he goes off his meds because he's feeling good. That's what happens. Everybody on their meds start feeling good. So then you don't need them and he goes off the deep end and what we want for him to be right now on his meds, hundred percent beating Trump would be so easy. And then he hits on the campaign trail. He's feeling good about himself. He goes off his meds. We have Alec meltdowns all over the country. How much fun would that be? So yesterday we talked about the giant forever roll from Charmin uh, toilet paper, and I didn't know the price, and I apologize. Uh, I got hung up on uh, the cost of toilet paper in my life and uh, how much things would cost. So I did a little, now I know this is a little shock, but I did some homework. I know, I know. Don't look at me like that, I know. So uh, one multi-user Charmin roll forever, or I'm sorry, one Charmin forever roll, cost nine ninety nine. A single user size is also available for five forty nine. A pack of three multi user Charmin Forever Rolls can be purchased for fifty nine ninety six. Now wait a second, they're ten bucks each, but you can buy them three for sixty. Charmin, even I, that's a problem. Even with my math non skills. But it's currently on sale for twenty nine ninety seven. That's not a sale price. That's the real price. But I, you know, whatever, Sharma, that's fine. You got well, seriously, it's a thousand bucks right now, though thirty. Okay, 
Now, you, they're also throwing in, though, so maybe this is where they're getting it. They're throwing it in for an extra 30, the free stand for the roll. Because you got to have the, you know, like I said yesterday, you're not squeezing that against the wall. You just have to sit it down on the floor like the ones you do you steal from big stores. Anyway, well, you don't steal. I mean, the ones that you take, you borrow. That's all I'm just saying. Anyway, you do bring it back. I bring the, I bring the hard cardboard middles back. Now there's some of the recycled of those big ones. Not that I'm aware of this, but those it takes you all the way down to the down to the end. There is no real hard uh, middle of that. I'm just letting you know, there's no hard center. It's like candy. It's like candy just melts away. Now, however, I will say that seems you know, all right, ten bucks a roll. How long does it last? You know, they say figure a month or so, maybe. No way, no way it lasts like that. So I went. We know that we know from last week. Americans far outpace the rest of the world in toilet paper usage. The average four-person household uses more than 100 pounds a year of toilet paper. I was doing some distance. So I decided, usually I get the, we talked yesterday about the Sam's Club. All right, so again, homework. I know, I know. So the member's mark that I usually get, right, you get the 45 large rolls, 235 sheets of rolls, like 20 bucks. That's what I said. I knew it was around 20 bucks, something like that. So you get uh, the 45 large rolls and aren't bad. Now they're not Charmin. I know that Charmin, you know, I'm not, a, I don't, I don't get to be with the bear family every day, but, uh, for the giant roll, that doesn't seem, you know, maybe one, a one-time purchase just to get the, just to get the stand and you get a picture for Instagram and you're good. Right. Hey, I got the one-time time roll and you, you know, you look, you get a few hundred likes and you're good and you're done. But that doesn't look like it's going to last for a month, right? They're saying, uh, uh, and it's, okay. Charmin tweets that uh, it's a gift that keeps on giving, of course, and it's perfect holiday gift. Is it? Is it? Easter? Uh, happy, yeah, is it Easter? Valentine's Day. Happy, ooh, happy Valentine's Day with the Father's Day, roll. Mother's Day, yeah. Grandma's Day. Merry Christmas. Just thinking of you. We were here last year. Had to run to the store a couple times. Wanted to get this for you, Grandma. No problem. Now, for Grandma, that might be a lifetime deal, right? Because Grandmas are the one on square. Anyway, there's a lot of squares for Grandmas. So, good luck. And, man, I hope you get a gift of that. I mean, if you're thinking of the person, and it's then it's a gift of love. No matter what the gift is. So it doesn't matter. Right? Right. News about Johnny Manziel. Uh, those of you that don't know, Ooh. don't, don't, don't. I, how did I know that you don't even tell Howie me? Howie Mandel, I know him. No, Johnny Manziel. Tell me you don't know who Johnny Manziel is. I do not Manziel know who is. that is because Howie Mandel is the guy that doesn't like people to touch him. He's bald and um, germaphobe and he's on America's Got Talent. Howie Mandel. I yes, know that. Yes, that's correct. And, you know, I'll tell you another thing, too. Howie Mandel would never go to the ISS. No, he would not. No, he would not, because we're getting news today. I digress for just a moment away from Johnny Manziel. We'll get back to it. However, uh, we talked yesterday about picking... Uh, look, I love the idea that we've uh, NASA's kind of, you know, stepped back a little bit, and we have uh, private companies going up and picking up the trash and bringing the trash back from the space station. All good. However... We're not a part of it. We don't run it anymore, right? I mean, we have to we have to hitchhike to go up to it from either Russia or India, whoever the hell else is. China is giving us. We're going up. You you want to send somebody up? We'll charge you. The okay. Uber, Uber that, flight. That pisses me off. I know. The chi- I mean, it's got to be from China or Russia. We had to pick up a Russia Uber to go. Pisses me off. Anyway, since we've done that, 
now they're reporting that um, the International Space Station, uh, yeah, there's uh, bacteria and fungi everywhere, and uh, it's, uh, it's really uh, nasty. Nasty. Fungi, all kinds of bacteria, all on surfaces all over the IS. We turned that over to the damn dirty Russians. They don't know how to clean. NASA Did we take, take the janitors when we left we the took ISS? Everything. We took everything. We took it all. We took the spray bottles, the clean bottles, all of it. The green machines, whatever you're cleaning with. They the took Mexican it all. crew came too. Chris. Chris. That hurts. Does it? That hurts. Why would you even think that? What's our cleaning crew from? Our cleaning crew? I don't know where they're from. I haven't talked to them. What language do they speak? I don't. They speak something that doesn't, I don't, we don't communicate. Well, Spanish? We do communicate because, look, it's the international, the international. Space station. The international sign, la- sign language for getting this room swept is your arm going back and forth like it's holding a vacuum cleaner. There's not a person in the world that doesn't know that that means vacuum. So vacuum the room. You don't have to speak any language for that. You just know what it is. However, Johnny Manziel, let's get back to Johnny Manziel. All right. Um, former college football star uh, for Texas A&M. In fact, I saw him play a couple times. Uh, With your son? Yeah, he played against me. I beat him both times, too. So <laughs> But uh, the uh, that was his last game, too. Yeah, both him and my son are the same age, I think. Pretty close. Anyway, um, he, wants, he has, wants to be called by a new name now. Uh, we've called him Johnny Manziel for forever. And I, apparently he doesn't like that anymore. He wants to go by John. Um, he doesn't want to be called Johnny Manziel anymore. So he's going by John. And this is news because I have no idea why it's news except that because Johnny Manziel, I, I, I will, I, to be honest now, I'll never call him anything but Johnny. He'll if I see him in the building, I say, Hey Johnny, how you doing? It's John. Okay. Johnny. Johnny, no problem. You got it. Take care. Oh, I won't be able to interview you. Damn. Johnny. No, but listen, take care. Johnny. Oh, <laughs> stop it. That's like Ocho Cinco. Hey, I like Ocho though. Yeah, but you don't tell me what I call you. I'll call you what the hell I'm going to call you. <laughs> if you want to change your name, that's fine. But he just wants to, you know, he's just tired of people calling him Johnny, right? That's all That's all it is. He's just tired of people calling him. I'm an adult. I'm a grown-ass man. But Johnny's not a, not an adult name. Perhaps you should just stop partying and maybe you'd have, I don't know, survived in the NFL instead of having to go to the Canadian League and get kicked out of there and then going to the AFF. Oh, getting kicked out. Oh, you didn't get kicked out. Oh, that's right. The league folded. Oh, never mind. You're not doing anything now. Thank you. Not doing anything now but partying and wishing you had a girlfriend and going to strip clubs. That's great. No problem, John. Take care. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. What a douche. All right. I don't even care about those stupid stories now because really all I care about is this story today. That came across my desk thanks to Chris Cruz. Did I just say that? We didn't record that. You can edit that out, right? Thanks to Chris Cruz. So, if you remember in 2017, it was the worst mass shooting day ever, right? October 1st, uh, the night. Stephen Paddock opened fire. Uh, crowd of concert goers in Las Vegas. Uh, 
58 people killed, 851 injured, over 400 of them by gunfire and hundreds more in the, in the panic and the rush. And we know almost what we knew then now. I mean, the investigation is over. They've shut it down. We don't know anything more really. What's the motive? He, we don't know the motive. We don't know. Uh, we've got footage of him coming in different doors of the hotel, bringing in uh, the you know bags of weapons. So the but case we don't is still know open. Why. Uh, we don't know he had his car. There's all kind. The case is not open. We've cleared. FBI. Eh, no, no, but you got you've got all those questions. One so person, I think, went to jail. Right, the guy that sold him the tracer bullets or whatever. The one guy goes to jail. It had nothing to do with the shooting at all. What about the he girlfriend? Sold him the tracer bullets that he was shooting out in the desert, agonizing. And the girlfriend who got sent money and sent away back to Panama or something, right? Nothing. Philippines. Not nothing. What was it? Philippines. Hey, whatever. Pam, Panama, Philippines. Yeah, they're next same to place, each other. Right yeah, it's the same that. thing. It's just like walking next door. So now there's a story. ABC News producer who won an Emmy last year for her network's coverage of the Las Vegas mass shooting. All right. Alexa Valiente died suddenly at the age of 27. Would not let it go. Right? Why is this case still still closed? It needs to be open. We need to find out the motive. We need to find out all the people that were involved. We need to find out what's going on. We need to find out the hotel's connection. We need to find out if the guards in the hotel were illegal or were the American citizens. We need to find out all of this information. Nothing. Shut it down. Right. Right. Except uh, she just had a sickness and dropped over. She didn't get shot. And she was always a friendly face in the halls. Yeah, no kidding. Trying to throw this whole thing on its curves. I'll tell you what. So anyway, I. We, that means that something else is going on. Something's coming. Something else is happening. And if you're a reporter and you're working on the uh, Vegas shooting with Stephen Paddock or you had anything to do with the 2020 story, Las Vegas, heartbreak and heroes. If you had something to do with that, I would be careful. <laughs> you might be accidentally part of a robbery. Yeah. Oh, oh, did another person who worked on that show get killed? We need to look into that. We need to, we need to look at that, see if they're all still alive. I wouldn't go to the funeral either, man. I would not go to the funeral. No way. You go to the funeral and you, then your picture's taken. Everybody knows who you are. And the clock is ticking. You're going down, man. So good luck. I know this. The story has nice things about Alexa and how what a what a great person she was, and what a, was so fun and funny around the office. And gosh darn it, she had these flashback Fridays where she'd just play hip music for everybody in the office, and everybody just loved her. There's not a person in the office that didn't think Alexa, what are you doing? Don't be doing that. Can't go over the story anymore. It's closed. They're going to come after you. So good luck. God bless to Alexa. And uh, for the other people still working on the uh, working on the case, you might want to think about it. No retro. Oh, no. <laughs> for Alexa. <laughs> All right, I'll write one here quickly for Alexa. <coughs> This is Retrospective on CTF. Alexa Valentetti, 
What's her name? Valente, whatever her name is. Alexa, you know, the ABC reporter. This was the Emmy winner. You know who she is. Still working on the Vegas shooting after her Emmy award-winning work, Las Vegas, Heartbreaking Heroes. Remembered as a smart and dedicated journalist, thoughtful and attentive friend, avid traveler, who lived life to the fullest. Dead. At the age of 27. This has been Retrospective on CTF. That's it. That was, that, was, that was it. That's all you're getting today for Alexa Valiente. I hope that's her last name. Wait a minute. What is that? Right? V-A-L-I-E-N-T-E. Say it. Valiente. Thank you. It's all you had to do. The whole, the whole story. It's all you need to do is her last name. Not one time did you do it. And I gave you thanks to the, for the story, too. <laughs> Might as well get some animal stories out of the way. I mean, I've got them stacked up here, and there's several that need to be talked about. One. I mean, we have a sounder for animal music now? <laughs> yeehaw. Classic hee-haw music. Thank you. Uh, this, I mean, this story is from Africa, so... I mean, that really doesn't fits right in with that jingle. Uh, I don't even believe this story is actually real. I have a hard time believing. It. I've had this in a sack since this weekend, and it's it's uh it's I, it's a it's a story that makes you feel good because uh, it, the story is a suspected rhino poacher is trampled by an elephant, eaten by lions. Right? It just feels like that's too good. To be true, it's go too down good. the list. You stopped at the list. Go down the it's list. It's just too good. It just it's just too good. So, the South African Police Service said on Twitter the man was with a group of poaching uh, when he was killed. After his death, the group carried his body to a nearby road so passersby could find it in the morning before vanishing from the park. A relative of the man was informed about the ordeal by someone of the poaching group, uh, managed executive park, warned of the dangers of entering the park illegally, uh, and on foot are not wise. So this Kruger National Park, that's, you know, thousands of acres, and uh, they were there to, uh, to poach these animals. Now, uh, between 2005, now this is, this is actually, between 2005 and 2017, nearly 2,000 elephants and... Uh, 63,000 rhinos. Ooh, that's a lot, man. Have been killed by poachers. 65,000 rhinos just for the rhino dust? Wow. That's pretty That's pretty amazing. Um, so they sneak in and they kill him. So it, it, it happened uh, in the, on a weeknight. Uh, the remains of the man was found two days later. His identity has not been released because there's no way to know who he is by his shoe. Uh, they found the scene saying the pride lines had just devoured the remains, leaving only a human skull and a pair of pants. 
and a, a little ways away they did find a shoe as well the story doesn't have the shoe find but i did read about the shoe find i just find like okay we're all happy right these damn poachers coming after elephants and rhinos and thank god they it was killed trampled by a crazed elephant and then eaten <laughs> you know after the rhino stuck his horn up the guy's butt the elephants ate him and then the lions ate the rest and left his skull to be had by the buzzards it can't be real they just don't want I me mean, i'm okay with there's poachers and people get killed uh, all the time out there in the wild but this is just a way to say don't be poaching don't be coming to the old Kruger National Park and trying to poach. Otherwise, you could get eaten by the lions, trampled by the elephants, rhino horned up your butt, and all that's left is your skull and shoes. It's just and pants. It seems oh yeah, just pants. Yeah, they didn't want us nasty old pants. <laughs> just does not seem like it's. You want it to be real, but I don't know that it is. Uh, we all know that dogs could sniff out everything, but now a new study, a new study that's specially trained dogs, not just any old dog. You can't just go adopt a dog from the pound and expect this to be the special cancer-smelling dog. No, that will not happen. This has to be specially trained. 97% accuracy. That's pretty good. I'm starting a dog school. That's and pretty I good. Could teach your dog. Me too that's a great idea Jeffy and Chris specially dog. train your dog for anything and look we we could we could train him to sniff out bombs drugs uh if you got low blood sugar you gotta have the dog Diabetes. around any any if you're if you got high blood sugar low blood sugar if you're about to have a seizure and we also we can tell if you got cancer i don't want that dog around i don't want the dog i don't want the dog to come sniff at me if the cancer dog starts sniffing, you get away from me. The dog, that's the, I want to be part of the 3% where he's wrong. You know, nobody wants the cancer dog just to come up and go, why are, you, why are you sniffing my groin? Get away from me. No, I don't want groin cancer. No. So is the dog with a stethoscope and a coat? Yes. And- yes. It's a, he, gets, he gets the white dog jacket. Yes. Comes in, puts the plastic dog gloves on his feet. And his paws. I think this is a you. PR move for the dog community. <laughs> Remember last year and the year before that, we had some bad news about dogs killing people because they licked their face. Yeah. So I think this is a PR. Yeah, move there's by also the dog a story. Uh, I didn't. I don't have it. I don't have it in my show stuff. But I read the headline and I, I thought I saved it and I couldn't find it today. There's also a story out there where uh, the dogs are becoming. Uh, uh, they don't get sick all right you can't they can't get sick and they're giving so any kind of disease or anything they're fine so people humans are getting measles getting sick the dogs are like so we'll still be here dogs are taking over something's coming jesse (laughs) isn't that the plot line for i am legend dogs are taking over no it started with measles oh probably it is because I watched it last night. But that's what are you doing watching I Am Legend? Just got added what to Netflix. What are you Netflix. doing watching I Am Legend? It just got added to Netflix. Did you watch Highwaymen yet? Okay. Good. I don't care what you watch after that. <laughs> anyway, I don't want the dog sniffing. I don't want, but that's a good business. Good luck. If you can train your dog to sniff cancer and then convince people to have it around. Good for you, but I don't want the damn dogs. I don't want it around. 
Animal stories. People are looking for whoever killed the female ball digger. Oh my gosh. People this are still like killing the, bald eagles. This is like the bears. U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service in Arkansas conducted a joint investigation of the death of a mature bald eagle. That eagle was found not near Tennessee Spur Road, west of Monticello. I mean, that's right there. <laughs> Remember, the bear was killed in in Alaska. This bald eagle was killed in Alaska. Look for the brother. Uh, I mean, that son and father duel. They probably did it. But this was in Arkansas, bro. Not Alaska. Yeah, that's what I said. Alaska. I mean, Arkansas. That's what I said. Oh, sorry. okay. I'm sorry. I missed. I misheard you. So they transferred the the dead bird to Little Rock Zoo, which I'm sure is a fine zoo. Big fan of zoos. Um, the veterinary staff found a bullet wound, and I guess the preliminary cause of death now is a gunshot wound. I mean, did it take? Is that the preliminary? Is it preliminary? You think that probably was the cause of death? We found a gunshot wound. Could have died of something else, though. We don't know. Right? Oh, man, don't be shooting bald eagles, man. It's America that right there. No freaking no. A reward up to 6000 is being offered. Oh, it's got to be more than six. You got to give them what? Poaching hotline, 800-482-9262. Stop poaching hotline. Wow. 6,000 being offered for information leading to the arrest and conviction. So I could just, if I can't just call and say, what about the two guys in Alaska? I want 6,000, please. No, you can't do that. You got to have the arrest and conviction. Who's shooting bald eagles? I bet you it was a mistake. People don't do that on purpose anymore. Right? That, that's a bad. It's got to be some, some punk, some kid out with his 22. And I mean, that's it doesn't a, say what uh, kind of rifle animal, it was, right? but yeah. Uh, yes. Duh. Uh, you don't shoot bald eagles. And so if you, you know, some kid, oh, look at that big old bird. Oh, what is he shooting with? Uh, I don't know. Some rifle. What was the sound again? Some rifle. That's what the, that's the kind of rifles they have in Arkansas. I don't know. You never been to Arkansas? I mean, that's, that's what they have. Yeah, I have. I've been to the diamond mine in Arkansas. What a ripoff that is! Oh too. yeah, I remember you talked about it with Doc. I did. Yes. That thing is uh, you've been you've been had in America if you go to that thing, the diamond mine in Arkansas. You wish by the end of the day that somebody would come along and <laughs> thank you. You want that kind too? You want my kind and that kind? Please. How many diamonds did you find? Um, at the time that we went, we went for one whole day. And we we did we scoured the mine. We came, you go to the where the last person found the last we, one. We scoured that, and we scoured some new places too. Which you know, it, it was been dug up, but it hadn't rained. You really want to go? The trick is to go right after it rained. But uh, we went there, the whole family. We spent the day, and we we came up with zero. Oh, okay. Hold on. Did you get their tools, or did you bring your own tools? Oh no, you rent tools from there. What are you silly? No, you the first time, the, your first attempt, you rent tools from them. That was your first mistake. <sighs> Just go in the middle of nowhere, this freaking diamond mine. Uh, hopefully, there's the chance that you can camp next there too. So next time we go, maybe we can camp for a few days and spend you know spend days hunting for diamonds. I, that's a, that's a, a that is a scam and a half, man. About every few months, they come up with somebody, come up with Billy who lives around the corner. Okay, we're gonna take your picture. Hold this. Billy has just found a diamond in the diamond mine. Worth $85,000. And there's another year of business for that damn diamond mine. It's, I don't even get me started on that. Why don't you start talking about that diamond mine? Oh, yeah, the dead bald eagle in Arkansas. That pisses me off, that diamond mine. 
Because you think you first get there, you first walk up, you're like, yeah, you know, we could find. It would be cool to find a diamond. Be cool, you know, be a little diamond. Who knows? It's worth nothing. It's not even about the money. It's about finding the diamond at the diamond mine. You get there, then you realize, oh, it's just a dirt field. And there's all kinds of people scattered all over already. There are people like sitting down. Oh, yeah. They brought their own stuff. They brought their own little wagon full of diamond hunting material. And they're out there. They got their little little shade tent and they had the whole thing and they're moving along the they come along in this dirt field and till it ever so often but when you want it to rain so that it brings up some stuff according to them and you can go Who is over them them the diamond mine had screwing people out of money people for the state of arkansas you know what we do we come up with a diamond mine it doesn't have di- it's a, it's a, it actually was an old diamond mine i just think that it's you know this is just a way to keep this thing going forever because the time that we were there, I mean, there's not you're finding nothing. And every so often, you you know, as soon as somebody finds a diamond, and it's this beautiful, and it's they're like dirt rocks. You don't even know what they're looking like. You don't know what you're looking. You don't even for. know if you had a diamond, right? You don't really know. You know they give you the sifter and the and the, the little shovel, and you got it through the sifter. And you're sifting. You know, if it sifts into dust, it's not a diamond. If it stays in there, you think, oh, it could be. So you take it up. You keep it in your bucket. You take it up. And the guy goes, yeah, nope. And he throws it away. Wait, I, I was, no, it's like the guy with the lottery ticket. No, let me see it. I, no, oh, no, it's too bad. That pisses me off. Why do I even start talking about the diamond mine? The bold eagle got shot. No, I remember why. I just want to ask the question. I don't even know why. I'm not going to the diamond mine again. I'm not doing it. Not doing it. All right, one last animal story before we go to the break room. Okay, I I know this story. Look, we have to go to the break room. I've got some headlines for you. I've got some great stories for you, but... I just want to tell you about a man who identifies as a pup. Uh, a British man identifies as a dog. Uh, he claims that he's never felt like a human. He wears a fur dog suit, eats from a dog bowl, often barks at, licks, and even bites his friends. That's how you know the story isn't real. There's no way a 37-year-old man who believes, identifies as a dog still has friends. That's not possible. This is, maybe, you know what, I, I apologize. It absolutely is possible. To other people who identify as a dog. He's found friends on Facebook, just like everybody does. If you have some kind of weird thing, you find a group on Facebook, oh, I identify as a dog too. I'm not weird and I'm not going to be exiled from my family. I can be together with my Facebook friends. We can do some live Facebook time and be dogs with each other. Did you see when he realized when he was a pup? He was a pup. uh, He felt he was a pup when he was a young child. Um, And he knew that he was different. Um, He says, I realized that my behaviors were quite dog-like in childhood, Probably around the age of six. No one ever talked about it. It was never mentioned. Oh my gosh. 
as I'm as you're telling the story, I'm looking down here. At the first time I heard the term of being a pup was though a pup I met online. Of course it was. I, it's the same. It's just everybody finds their freak friend. We, we've got to shut down the internet. That's just all there is to it. Do you agree with Prince Harris? I or Harry? Sorry. How dare you? Don't be messing with the Royals, man. Yeah, they want to shut down uh, Fortnite, right? Uh, Prince Harry does. And look, it, it fits right in. Uh, it fits right in with uh, the UK because they, they've now, uh, they're ready to ban it all, right? That's all they want to do is shut it down. Um, well, let's just go to the break room and then I'll tell you about the stupid United Kingdom. coming. It's coming across the pond to us too, but I need a drink of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar first. <laughs> Oh my God. That is so. I wish I could share it with you because it's so good. Before you move on, the dog suit is $2,200. What? Boo Boo's by Jeffy.com will be selling uh, dog suits now as well. Pop suit, pop suit. (laughs) Now we had the Furbies, or the, the, the furries, right? Not the, not the Furbies. Of course, you had the Furbies, but the Furries. So, there's our general outfits. Now, those are a little bit. I don't know that those people actually recognize themselves as the as the animal that they're in. Right? That's just their character. Yeah, that's their like persona. Now they have the Furries that the the sex club Furries, right in Vegas, where you wear your suits and you just all rub up against each other. Which talk about germs. Woof. <laughs> And I hope you've washed that bad boy suit. I'll tell you. Woof. Woof. <laughs> Whatever animal you're portraying in there rubbing around, man. <laughs> I need to have a little tide on that bad boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you used way too much, way too much fabric softener. Anyway, so Britain has proposed, back to Prince Harry and, uh, and banning things on the internet. Britain has proposed new social media laws. Uh, to penalize tech and social media giants like Google and Facebook if they fail to stop the spread and damn them of harmful content online. Australia has now introduced aggressive legislation with steep fines and a jail time for social media companies. Who are you going to throw in jail? Australia, you're going to throw at Jack in jail? Okay. If they fail to quickly remove violent content. Okay, well, how quick? What, what's quickly? What's quickly remove violent content? What's violent content? I mean, we that's the gig to have, right, is the is the person that just decides that. In, in the United Kingdom, we talked about that last week. That's the job that you want. So it's just a matter of how about we all get over it just a little bit. And just remind people about the porn credit card that you have to get in order to watch porn. That, well, in UK now, they you have to identify as an adult with ID, photo. How do you do that? Only one time, though. Just one time. You just show them a picture, just your face online. That's all. You have to pay. And you have to pay. And you have to pay, right? That's agonizing. Not the porn website. In order to watch the porn website, you have to pay. Then you pay the porn website. It's just a one-time thing, though. Yeah, it's a separate thing. This is like a government tax. Right. You're paying them to let you have access to the porn site, but the porn site is still charging you to have access to the porn site. Agonizing. Just agonizing. Makes you want to buy a dog suit, roll around with other people. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, it doesn't make you want to do that. That was just me. All right, well, never mind. 
Never mind. How about the another UK story? We've got to shut the United Kingdom down. Why, why, why have we not Brexit? Brexit. Yet? Brexit needs to happen. Man, get out of the EU now. Theresa May. She, right. She needs to go. That whole group of her and her ilk, man, need to go. Oh, we believe in Brexit. And we're going to call it Brexit, but it's not really going to be Brexit. We're still going to be. It's called Brexit, of course. And we're going to, we're going to say that we left the EU, but we're not really going to do that. Did you watch the HBO movie Glenn talked about Brexit with the Cumberpatch dude? No. It's good. Uh, I had because it's, uh, it, you know, we talked to my man, our man from England, and uh, I just kind of feel like they're going to, it's going to make me angry if I watch it. So, But it's good, though. You should watch it. With, I know. And Cumberbunch. <laughs> Cumberpatch. Whatever his name is, is stupid. Benedict Arnold, whatever his name is. Oh, that Benedict yeah. Arnold Cumberbunch. Uh, Eggs Benedict, whatever his name is. Well, I don't that's know. a good egg. Uh, no, not really, because it's got the bougie sauce on it. But that's I okay. forgot that you don't like sauce. <laughs> but the Blanc, the, the Blanc sauce. Is that the bougie thing? Whole Eggs Benedict sauce, nasty. But, you know, maybe a little sausage gravy. <laughs> White gravy or brown gravy? Oh, wait. Hello. Sausage gravy. What are you talking about? Is white milk gravy with sausage in it? Good stuff, man. Anyway, more, back to the UK. A British supermarket has pulled chocolate dunkling, dump, duck, ducklings, not dumplings, ducklings. I want to say chocolate dumplings. I've never had chocolate dumplings before. That actually sounds like it's something that I could purchase. Oof. Chocolate dumplings. Somebody invent that and send that to me, please. Call me if you've had chocolate dumplings. 888 I'll eat it. Chocolate dumplings? Yeah, they can't me. send it via the phone. Yeah, send it via the phone. 888-900-3393. Zip it through the line. You just email it to me. Email it to me. Fair. At, uh, chewing the fat at the blaze.com. Just email me chocolate dumplings. We all good. So they have a they have a, a chocolate duckling box. Little Easter thing. You know, they got the and it's a Waitrose trio of Easter ducklings. And they've got Three little ducklings in the case. One's name is Crispy. Wait, is he Crispy? One's name is Fluffy, a little yellow one. And the dark chocolate duckling is ugly. Racist! The dark chocolate duckling is the ugly duckling. Racist! Right! That's what people are saying. So you're saying black people are ugly. Waitress needed to tell them to shut up. And of course, that's exactly what they did, right? Oh, no. They didn't? You mean they pulled them off the shelf? No, no, no. They left them, right? No, they pulled it. They pulled it off the shelf. And they pulled it, and then they changed. What they did is they changed. They didn't change the name of the ducklings. They didn't change crispy, fluffy, and they didn't change ugly to thinks they're pretty. They didn't change ugly to pretty on the inside. They didn't change ugly to doggone it. You could do it to any of those names. They just took them away. Now it's just the trio of Easter ducklings. One little crispy chocolate, a yellow chocolate, and the ugly duckling with no names. So it's still being sold. It's by, we did. We Look, our, our, we understand that people have a problem with things, and it certainly wasn't our intent to, to make anyone bad. It's just, look, our chocolate ducklings and milk, white, dark chocolate varieties... Yes, uh, uh, cut stepping to the soup. Stepping to the podium now is a spokesperson for uh, for uh, Waitrose. Uh, we understand that there's uh, we understand that there was a problem between our d- 
our duckling package, the our duckling waitress trio of Easter ducklings. We understand there was a problem with crispy, fluffy, and ugly. Listen, uh, we certainly did not mean to cause offense in selling Easter-themed items. Uh, we're very sorry for any any upset caused by the name of this product. It's absolutely not our intention to cause any offense. We did remove the product from sale uh, several weeks ago. And, we changed the labeling, and our ducklings are now back on sale again. So I'd like to thank you very much. We're very sorry. Any, any more questions? No? We're done? Okay, thank you. We're done. No, no, no. We already said no. I already said no. He's already, I'm already done. No more questions. Ugly's off the shelf. We're still in the break room, so I got some headlines. I mean, let's, let's not forget Google beating uh, Amazon to the punch in Australia. Google drones got the green light in Australia. Uh, Project Wing, a branch of Google's parent company, Alphabet. It's Google. I hate that uh, name. One approval to deliver small items of food and medication in Canberra uh, via drone. Where's that at? It's, that's why I said Australia beating Google is beating Amazon to the punch in Australia. But Canberra, where's that at? It's one, of, it's one of their places in Australia. It's over there on the other side of the island. Where over there? It's over one of their places. Like you got you got this place, and then you got Canberra. Duh. Just look at a map. Whatever. Wow. An Instagram an Instagram account featuring trendy pastors and churchgoers have outraged follow. (laughs) I got to start following this guy. Preachers and sneakers is the uh, is the Instagram account. Uh, questioning the morality of church leaders wearing pricey outfits. Uh, shut up. <laughs> I bet you Stephen Furtick is one of those. It has to be, right? It has to be. I mean, look. What's the Instagram account again? Uh, preachers and sneakers. N, N sneakers. Preachers and sneakers. <laughs> so funny. It's got to be good. Tell me it's good. No? Not good? Please hold while Chris Cruz finds the Instagram account of Preachers and Sneakers. Your listenership is very important to us. Please hold. Thank you for calling Chewing the Fat. Your listenership is very important to us. Told you, we are now Pastor attempting- Stephen is the first one. Of course. He's wearing uh, $637 shoes. Big deal. What are the Gucci's? I mean, you get... Air Presto. I don't know who makes oh, those. okay. I mean, you get the Gucci's for... You know, you get the slip-on Gucci's that I love, man. The baby was comfortable. You get those for under a grand here in Dallas. Those are nice, too. But that's just me. And, of course, I would never do anything like that because I'm a poor white man living in the... Devil's Back Porch in the west end of Dallas. It was really interesting. They had the picture of the preacher, and then next to it, they had the picture of the shoes with a price. Nice. Nice. That's a good That's a good sign. I have to start following that, man. I like that. Preachers and sneakers. Uh, look, what the preacher's not supposed to go barefooted? Supposed to not wear clothes? What did Jesus wore? Sandals. Right? So they should be wearing sandals. Why? Because Jesus did. So, wow! Jesus wow. didn't have Gucci. He was busy inventing Gucci. 
Don't tell me. Wow. What else we got? Give me, give me another one. What's the preacher wearing? Uh, Pastor Levi is wearing black Nikes blazers, cost five fifty one. So we have every, so every kid Pastor Real John Gray, but I believe he's from here. I think I thought he was from here. Uh, he's wearing uh, five thousand dollars shoes. So they're just going after the shoes. That's great. And thus the account preachers and sneakers. Actually, they went through uh, Judah Smith and Chelsea Smith, and they're wearing. Uh, Pants that are worth nine hundred dollars yeah. and a shirt that is worth five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's what, that's where you got to go is the fashion of the of the clothes, right? Because you can buy. I mean, shoes shoes are expensive, but people they're usually okay with shoes. We got um, another one from Pastor John Gray wearing uh, Jeezy's for three thousand dollars. <laughs> this, I mean, okay, now you're starting to piss me off. <laughs> what did Jesus wear? Right? Sandals. Thank you. Thank you. You're right, Chris Cruz. Gosh darn it. I think he went to Payless, too. Did he? Did he? Yeah, before they closed or after? Before. before. Yeah. They're Payless sandals. Yeah. One more from Preachers and Sneakers. Uh, they're going after Pastor uh, Chad because he's wearing a Gucci Supreme bag that cost $2,000 and it was out of stock. And he's wearing some pants that cost $800 with uh, black with a little bit of gold on the side. This is supposed to be uncomfortable? This is ridiculous. And he's eating McDonald's french fries with a McChicken. So, hey. Don't try to be one with the people. What are you doing? Stop with the one with the people thing. Stop it at McDonald's like that. You're not. Stop eating that stuff. It's bad for you. You know it is. I'm just trying to be one with the people. With my, you know, I'm dressed in $10,000 worth of clothes. You like a large order of fries. I'm highly upset that uh, they haven't hit either the church that I go to or Watermark. Those two other pretty young pastors, they have nice shoes. They're not on the account. And they, they're up on stage. They're talking to people. They're performing. I mean, they've got to have, you got to be comfortable on stage. You can't just be hopping around in sandals. Who do you think you are, Jesus? <laughs> As long as we're on fashion news, uh, I mean, look, I am fashion. You know that. I've, you know, people call me that all the time. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, now the founder of a fragrance startup, Henry Rose, marketing, marketing itself as a 100% transparent about its ingredients. Ooh, man. The industry, uh, the uh, fragrance industry does not like to let you know what's in their sense, man. So uh, people literally told me, says Michelle, you're going to fail. I kept hitting dead ends because no one was willing to be transparent with ingredients. I wasn't willing to put my name and face on something that I wouldn't use. Thank you. So, well, that's great. Let's, you know, how's business? (laughs) So good luck with Henry Rose, Michelle. Good luck. I'm interested. We have to find out. I wonder if this this is a link to what's in it. Be fascinating to say, yes, monkey blood. We've ter- tiger we've blood, monkey blood, tiger blood. Okay, 100% transparent. Uh, it's currently shipped to the U.S. collection of five different unisex fragrances. Uh, fine fragrance like Golden Glow. So I suppose currently only it's got five different fragrances made of soy. Well, that's Boy, good. do I want to smell you if you smell like soy. 
There's nothing sexy. It's not the only than ingredient. Calm down. Sexier than soy. Man. Oh, baby. You smell so good. You smell like a field. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come here, baby. We're going to be together like dirt and soy. Oh. It's all right. Stop it. It doesn't say what's in them. I want to know what's in them. If it's just soy, it's 100%. We're being 100% transparent. We're made with soy. That's crazy. What else do you need to know, Jeffy? I'm sorry. I'm with her this one. What else do you need to know? <laughs> oh, I, I got I to gotta actually, if you read, actually read the story. <laughs> Wait, what? I know this sounds crazy, but I actually just now just read the story. Uh, the bottle is made of 90% recyclable glass. Okay. So, and the cap, it's the cap that's made of soy. It's not the fragrance. <laughs> so we're not even in the fragrance yet? Well, you don't know what the cap might add to the fragrance though, right? What the cap, the cap might give it a different kind of smell. And look, all fragrances smell different on everyone else. Everyone has a different smell with the fragrance. That's why you test it. Uh, Henry Rose is a more expensive end of the spectrum with high-end fragrances like Victor and Rolf and Gucci and Valencia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Self-funded by Pfeiffer. She's got more money than she knows what to do with playing a stupid actress in the stupid movie she's in. Bless her heart. Um, ingredients quickly realized anything fragrance was flags. Does oh, it doesn't say. So there's she wants transparent. to be 100% transparent, except we're not telling us what it is. So they're like the Obama administration transparent. Yes, thank you. That ticks me off. And plus, the soy cap. I mean, that's just, that's just, you don't know what kind of, you don't know what could happen to the fragrance after it touches the soy cap. Vans, uh, now immortalizing David Bowie with its new off-the-wall Vans David Bowie line. Uh, that'll be a big seller, actually. I like the red ones. That'll be, that'll be a big seller. That'll be really good. Vans has got some good collection, and they'll be, uh, the Bowie, uh, the Bowie collection will be good. I saw a guy in, uh, I bet you it was one of the Bowie collections, too, uh, in Chick-fil-A this week. Not that I haven't stopped by a Chick-fil-A this weekend. But uh, I stopped by a Chick-fil-A this weekend, and uh, there was a guy in line with uh, some high tops that looked like these that were really cool looking. I, I mean, I almost said something to him, and I should have, because, yeah, this is a new Bowie collection. Don't be staring at my shoes, dude. <laughs> but those look good. So anything else on fashion? No, just know that Michelle Pfeiffer has her new... 100% transparent. She's not going to tell us what's in it, but it's 100% transparency of what's in it. But you do know that the bottle has been uh, 97% recyclable, and you have a soy cap. Great. Thanks, Michelle. We appreciate it. Oh, Michelle. <laughs> you still smell like soy. Let's go for a dance. So, here's some good news and uh, bad news. Well, there's, actually, there's no good news in this. I shouldn't even tease it as good news, and I apologize. Uh, this is coming to a street near you, because right now it's in Madrid. Um, most cannabis sold in Madrid, Spain, is not suitable for human consumption. It's actually creating a public health issue. 
Researchers have tested 90 samples obtained in the Spanish capital and found that 80%—88%—contaminated 88 with harmful bacteria poop. I mean, they called it fecal batter. I, mean, I just—I I, kind of ad-libbed. I mean to tell you now. So you're smoking, you're buying pot in Madrid, and now you're smoking poop. <laughs> oh, man. Who doesn't? No, first of all, thank. Dude. That, that tastes like crap. That's because it is. I mean, come on. Don't you, you have to, well, now you have to wash your pot after you buy it. What's this? What's the world coming to? You can't trust anybody anymore. Someone in the chain of of selling it on the street has to wash it. Right? I know you're not blaming the street guys. Oh, what? Do you, why? Someone, someone in the chain has to wash it. I'm gonna go into defense of the street guys. If oh, I'm one of the street you, guys, Chris Cruz is gonna be defend the street guy. I, if I'm one of the street guy, if you give me the product, it's ready to sell. I'm not washing it. I, you give me the product, I know that it's ready for sale. So in Spain, residents can legally grow cannabis for personal consumption. I'm guessing you're not pooping on your own, on your own cannabis, but selling the plant is illegal. So I, I can grow. Uh, Spanish cannabis smokers mainly use marijuana, grass, hashish, resin smoked by some of the most. Boy, it's been a long time. Makes me want to, even a, you know, even if it was. Uh, Again already, I still got some. Hold on, don't fire it up again. Okay, again. Oh. It's really, it's really not that bad of a buzz for as crappy as it tastes. I'll tell you that. Wow. I, I'm sorry. No. You're, you're, somebody's got to wash it, right? I mean, four, 67% Ignat-shaped samples and corn samples. Uh, fecal odor contaminated with E. coli. Oh, we can't mess with uh, that. E. coli is a bacteria normally found in intestines. Yeah, we know where it's from. Uh, but nasty strains have caused... Uh, yeah, you don't want that. You do not want that. If you get that from smoking pot, ooh, nasty. I just want to smoke a, I just want to smoke a bowl. So do you recall the pot? pot. There's, yeah, yeah, that's what you do. You do nationwide recall. recall. Nationwide recall. Yeah, from those of you who purchased any kind of marijuana in Madrid, you can bring it in, bring it in for testing. See if yours. It's a good way to get arrested. See if yours is made a poop too. The welcome Madrid well, Police it's, Department. It's got to be. Look, the only way, the only reason that it's got people aren't pooping on their pot. Okay, that's just that's just not happening. Only. In- but, I'm sorry? Maybe in Spain they are? Only in this show you talk about poop and marijuana in the same sentence. It's got to be how they get shi- how it's getting shipped, right? There's got to be some kind of nasty way that they're smuggling the pot around. Balloon. With full of balloon poop? No, it's like a balloon. You, know, you, you shove a balloon about? up your butt. Well, that doesn't, it doesn't, that doesn't seep through the plastic. It broke. Oh, you're still going to smoke it? I don't know. I mean, that's like, that's like the monkey poop coffee right so it's not monkeys cat no it's monkey 
It's not cat. It's monkeys. It's cat. No, it is not. Look it up. It's monkey poop coffee. It's the special brand. Don't you get by it? It's like it's the Gucci of shoes. It's the Gucci of coffee. It's the monkey poop coffee. Is the copy Lukak, which is a cat? Look up. I'm telling you right now that that cat. If I, I believe that there is cat poop coffee. However, the monkey poop coffee is the one that is the world class one. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes, Jeff, you're right. Oh my gosh, look it. I'm, I'm sorry. The poop coffee industry: cat, monkey, elephant, bat, bird <laughs> coffee. Wait, what? The poop coffee industry: cat, monkey, elephant, bat, bird <laughs> coffee. And now brought to you to the cannabis world. Yes, you too can smoke poop pot. Yes, not only cat, monkey, elephant, bat, bird <laughs> coffee. And now human poop pot. Yes, good for you. Oh man, makes you want to. Now you don't even know really if this is real, right? They're just trying to get people to stop smoking pot. Because I don't know how you're smuggling. Are they smuggling pot in the sewer trucks? Are they, I mean, are we putting it out for, I don't know where, where you're smuggling pot and poop and then getting it out. It doesn't make any sense. Fertilizer. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but that, but, but fertilizer is more animal though, right? Not, maybe they're not confused. Human. Can't not afford human. an animal. I don't know. It doesn't seem, it seems not right. We're talking about Madrid. Okay. What are you giving the Spaniards too much credit? Wow. Wow. Whatever. I mean, Madrid is a beautiful city, especially this time of year. <laughs> and it's even more beautiful when you're high on poop pot. All right, before we hit the road today, uh, and I want to thank you for coming along for the ride today on Chewing the Fat. Uh, please subscribe, rate and review, uh, and share uh, the podcast with... You don't, have to, you don't have to share it with friends. Just share it. I don't care what you share it with. I mean, just... Uh, you know, just you're gonna you're gonna subscribe. Look, we need your subscriptions. All right, I know I I, I despise begging for your subscriptions, so just let me say, please subscribe. But once you've subscribed, then you know, rate and review, and I've made it easy for you, so you don't have to think about it. I know you all have busy lives. You can just rate it twenty stars, review it, best podcast ever, and you're done. And then when you share. You hit share and your email pops up and the first name that pops up in your email, that's who you that's who you share with. So it doesn't even have to be someone you know real good or anything. You just have to just share it. Just whoever comes up, boom, just thinking of you and you share. And you're thinking of you, you should subscribe and send. It's real easy. Just a piece of cake with that. So and I wanted to say uh hello to a new uh, subscriber, uh at Founders Girl. Right? Hello. How you doing? Thanks for coming along for the ride. It's good to see you today. You look great. All right, one more story before we go. Before you do that, hold on. Uh, I got two reviews I want to mention real quick. Okay. First one is from Savvy K88. Um, I love five Savvy K88. It's my favorite. Story. Five stars, and she goes, Keith is bald ass F. 20 stars, Best podcast ever. I mean, 
Okay, thank you. I, mean, I agree. I I agree. Uh, there's a number of things that Keith is at F, but well, bald is one of them. And finally, from Jackass sixty. Oh, Jackass sixty. I like. You know who pisses me off is Jackass fifty nine. Jackass fifty nine really pisses me off, but sixty is good. He's a good guy. Yeah, still chewing the fat. Our best podcast ever. Being the same ilk as Chris Cruz, fellow island fan of both of your work. Keep up the good chewing. I mean, I guess thank you. All right, so a report finds that more. This is a this is a scary, actually scary study if it's true. Report finds more than 47,000 structurally deficient bridges in the United States. I know. I know. What just 47,000. Ouch. You aren't lying. How many bridges were structurally deficient? 47,000. Ouch. No, but the, but the ouch is not the, from the commercial, is what the ouch that we're looking for, not the Chris Cruz ouch. So it's really what the what the bit was. So like when I would say, how many how many structurally deficient bridges? Forty seven thousand. Ouch! That'd be the commercial ouch. Is what we were. Ouch! Ouch! <laughs> okay. Yes, that's the ouch I want, not the Chris Cruz ouch. However, it needs to be like, you know, right on. Like, how many structurally deficient bridges were there? Forty seven thousand. Ouch. <laughs> Actually, I like my ouch better. That did not sound like the out of the show, the ending music. That sounded like some sort of space show. It sounded like you've been watching I Am Legend or something. Is that measles on the show? Is was just waiting for the out music, really. It's just to say goodbye on the show. But like that, yeah, that'd be the end. Do the punchline and then do, do the end. Do the end of the show. Do the static or anything. You just do the punchline and you hear that. <laughs> <laughs>